Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 46, and this one's going to be all about the five habits, five characteristics, five traits of people who are successful in fitness. Now, these aren't people necessarily who are successful at the level of being a professional athlete or a physique model or a fitness model or anything like that, anything in the professional world. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about regular people like you, like me, who just want to live an active lifestyle. They want a particular body. They want a particular physique. They want to be healthy. They want to set a good role model example or be a role model or or set a good example for their kids or for the people around them. They want to be an influencer of some sort, whether that's to people around them in their their circle and their network or be an influencer in a bigger picture, like in a community or something like that. These are things that are going to be, you're going to find if you actually go and ask people or whatever, these are things that are common across all people who are successful in fitness, okay? Consistently successful in fitness. These are people who have been able to go through transformations and and make gains. When I'm talking about gains, I'm talking about muscle gain. I'm talking about weight loss gains. I'm talking about any kind of gain in the industry of fitness or in the world of fitness, in the space of fitness and like weight transformation and health. Okay, so let's jump right in. Actually, before I jump right in, if you have been listening to the podcast at all, if you've listened to one episode, five episodes, all 46 episodes, please do me a favor. Please go into the iTunes app. If you haven't already, leave me a review, leave me a rating or in Stitcher or some other platform, preferably iTunes, leave me a review, leave me a a rating, let me know how I'm doing. And the thing is that not only would I appreciate that more than anything, but it allows me to get feedback from you and also understand what it is that I can provide that I'm not already providing. And it helps me reach more people because the goal here, the goal of the strength of body and mind podcast is to reach more people, spread awareness and educate people about fitness, about what's possible, about transformation, about goal setting, about mindset, about all of the physical and mental components that go into creating a fitness lifestyle. That's the goal. That's what I want to do. It's working. I want to continue doing. I want to continue building it. I want to continue scaling it and improving lives and changing lives and helping people transform. So Again, if you haven't already, please go leave me a rating and review in iTunes. I would appreciate it more than anything. Now, let's jump right in. Number one, this is the number one. These aren't in order, but this is the number one that I'm starting with. Uh, This is the number one habit or characteristic trait of people who are successful consistently in fitness. And that is, coincidentally, that they are consistent in training and nutrition. That is the number one habit. All right. Hammer that in real quick. They're consistent in training and nutrition. If you are someone who has tried and dabbled in different things and wanted a transformation or wanted weight loss or wanted muscle gain over the years, but you've never been able to achieve it, just ask yourself, really audit yourself for a minute. Have you been consistent? 
And I don't mean for a week or a month. I mean for six months, you know, 90 days, 180 days, nine months, a year. Have you been consistent? And when I say consistent, I don't mean a couple days this week, four days that week, six days the next week. I mean like consistent. Okay. You're working all your major muscle groups every single week. You're working like four days a week or five days a week, whatever your routine is consistently and you're consuming food and and taking in nutrients consistently at the right level. Meaning when I talk about nutrition, actually, this is a good breaking point. When When I talk about nutrition, I'm talking about consistently being around your macro level. Okay. Consistently being around your macro level. When I talk about calories, which I do on this podcast a lot, I talk about how for all the dynamics of the human body and all the complexities, it's actually a very simple system and you have a resting metabolic rate. And if you eat every single day more than that resting metabolic rate, you're going to put on weight. If you eat less calories, fewer calories than that resting metabolic rate on a daily basis, you're going to lose weight. Okay. It's just like a bank account. You put in more than you're spending. It's going to go up. If you put in less than you're spending, you're going to be at a deficit. You're going to go down. It works that way. And people who are successful in fitness and they get the physique that they want and they, they maintain muscle mass or they do whatever that is that they're, they're trying to do and they do it successfully, it's because they are consistent in their nutrition. They are consistently around their macro goal, whatever that is. Now, does that mean that they eat literally the exact same meal at this exact same time every single day? Hell no, because that doesn't work. In fact, I would say it's the opposite. I would say people who try to do that are the ones that end up burning out, the ones that end up mentally fatigued and end up saying, screw this, I'm done, and they quit. Okay, People who are successful in fitness understand mental satiety. People who are successful in fitness, they understand that they need to appease their mindset through doing some things that appease their sanity, like eat some sugar or eat like a cheeseburger or eat a pizza or something like that. They can incorporate those things in. And here's the thing, guys, you can do that. Okay, people who are successful in fitness understand that and they are they are at that level where they understand the flexibility component. They understand how to be flexible, how to eat a cheeseburger and then work that into their their daily macros and work that into their diet nutrition. Okay, they figured that out. Anybody can do it and the people who are successful do it all the time because that lets them be mentally satisfied and physically satisfied to a level where they can t- continue to grow and develop and continue to stay thin and trim or whatever their goal is and at a certain body fat that they want or whatever and have the physique that they want. So they're consistent. So consistent in training and consistent in nutrition. Okay, moving on. Number two, this is the number two habit or characteristic trait of people who are successful in fitness. And that is they do everything with purpose. Okay, they make every decision with purpose, aka strategically strategy. They do everything that uh, in a way that's thoughtful right? They put thought into it and they do it in a way where it's not just like haphazard. It's not just something that they did randomly that seemed like a good idea at the time. No, they do everything with strategy, everything with intent. Okay. They have intent. And a lot of times that intent and that strategy, actually every time is it's mapped to their goals. So if their goal is to put on six pounds of muscle mass this year, and depending on your body type and your leanness, that actually can be a lot. Uh, If their goal is to put on muscle mass every year, this year, they will consistently train and consistently eat in a way that maps to that. Okay. You know, they, they might have like a really heavy bulking portion of the year where they're consistently eating 
a lot of protein. Yeah, sure. And then a good amount of fat, but also a lot of carbs. And those carbs would be from a specific source. Like they would have that all strategically identified. And again, that doesn't mean they're eating the same meal every single day. No, but it means that they're thoughtful and they have the best intentions of the sources they pick for their food and the amount of food that they're going to eat roughly. And they stick to that. And then same thing, same thing with their training. They understand that if they want to actually meet that goal of six pounds of muscle in a year, then they need to train to meet to match, uh, match that goal to meet that goal. And that means putting their muscles under hypertrophy and using progressive overload concepts and probably lifting heavy and, uh, you know, more than usual for a period of time during, uh, during the year. And they just they do everything. They plan out their entire year. Maybe they have a coach do this. A lot of people use a coach. I think it's a coach. Great idea. Um, but they, they, they put together a strategy that makes sense and they operate to that strategy because the intent is to meet that goal, to get that goal, to achieve and be successful in meeting that goal. And they do that through strategy, through good intent. Okay. So number three, this is the number three habit of people who are successful in fitness. They put like, this is my favorite one, by the way, I think they put like-minded people around them. Okay. They put like-minded people around them. I can't say it enough. In fact, I tell everybody in my life, this people who are interested in fitness, people who have no interest in fitness whatsoever, because it, it, uh, it's, it's something that affects you in ways way beyond fitness. Okay. In fact, let's take a step back from fitness just for a second. It doesn't matter what you're trying to do in life. Okay, success in anything, literally anything, is always going to come at, as a result of obviously hard work, dedication, all those things, the tangible things, but also it's putting the environment around you that, that maps that success, putting the environment around you that fosters that success that you want. Okay, if it's fitness, then you need to put people around you as often as possible that are going to cater to that success in fitness. They're going to cater to that lifestyle. Okay. If your best friend that you hang around with every single day and your spouse and your dad and your coworker are all wildly obese, and those are the people you're around every single day, and they're 120 pounds overweight, all of them, guess what? You're going to have a really, really hard time making that transition to a fitness lifestyle. Because every time you go out to eat, every time you talk about something, every time you do anything with any of those people who are around you all the time, you're going to be influenced by them, not the other way around. Yes, you might influence them here and there, but if they're all there together, then they're at living the lifestyle that they're living, which is not one that you want. You're going to be influenced by that over and over and over again to the point where you're going to end up breaking. Okay. Very rarely do people actually rise up out of a sea of people who are like-minded and they rise up and do something completely different. Okay. Not without putting other people around them. Now, here's the best part. You can put people around you who are fitness minded remotely. You can do that remotely and you can do it for free in some cases. So one of the best ways to do this, I think, is to hire a coach. I'm a big fan of coaching, which is why I do it. Okay. I think coaches are one of the most game changing types of people in other people's lives, business coaches, fitness coaches, etc. But aside from that, there are masterminds, there are free Facebook groups, there are all kinds of ways that you can put like minded people around you remotely that you don't have to go see and visit on a daily basis in person. 
You can have them accessible via text. You can have them accessible via Facebook Messenger or accessible via some other type of electronic medium where you can talk to them remotely. And I'm telling you, that is extremely powerful. Extremely powerful. Some of the most powerful interactions I've had with people are through um, like remote video conferences, Skype or Zoom or something like that, Google Hangouts, those things, because you have that face to face in a way, you can hear their voice, you can hear the inflection in their voice and see their body language. And it's just as powerful to me anyway, as having that conversation in person. It's basically the exact same. And we don't need to travel across the country to do it. It allows us to remotely talk to each other and still have the same level of impact on one another as if we were in person. Okay, so putting like-minded people around you is going to be one of the most critical things you can do. Again, I think that is my favorite and probably the most important of the five things on this list. Okay, it's the biggest one that most people have trouble getting. And it's usually the last one that people understand. Okay, a lot of people are quick to change their diet. They're quick to change their fitness routine and they're quick to prioritize their health and stuff, which we'll talk about in a minute. But they are not quick to changing their environment. They are not quick to changing their circle, their social circle. And that is so important, guys. Man, I should have made this number one, but just listen to me. This is number one. This is the number one out of all five is putting like-minded people around you. This is the most important thing. If you don't have somebody in your life that is a positive influence on you on a daily basis in fitness and health, guess what? You are going to have a very tough time, maybe, I would say maybe even impossible time getting to that fitness goal that you want to get to. Change that immediately and you will see immediate results, I promise you. Okay, let's move on. Number four, as if they even matter anymore now that we've talked about uh, putting like-minded people around you. But anyway, number four, uh, fitness people, people who are successful in fitness, consistently successful in fitness, the number four characteristic of those people is they prioritize health and fitness because they understand this. Ready? Get Listen, listen. get ready. This is important. They understand that being selfish about their fitness is incredibly selfless. I'm going to say that again. The people who are successful in fitness understand this concept that being selfish in taking care of their body and being selfish about their health and fitness are incredibly selfless. They see that as an incredibly selfless move. And here's why, because it's true. The more selfish you are about taking care of your body, the more selfish you are about putting the right things into it and taking care of it and training it and exercising it and keeping it at uh, in a physique that you're happy with and comfortable with and that exudes health and, and, and energy and vitality. Uh, by doing that, you are influencing people, even if you never have that conversation, right? Chances are you're going to be influencing a lot of people. And it's going to be weird to even think about that because maybe you're in a situation where you've never even thought about yourself as an influencer or a role model or someone that looks at and takes their life and, and, and compares it and makes a, like a comparison and tries to like size you up kind of, so to speak, as far as lifestyles go, maybe you've never been in that situation before, but I'm telling you, if you are the type of person who actually prioritizes fitness and makes it something that you put a lot of energy into and you prioritize it and put it on your calendar and are consistent and get results, guess what? All of your coworkers, all of your friends, all of your family members who are in a situation where you used to be, 
they are going to notice that. And even if they never say anything, you are influencing them. Now, yeah, sure, some people might look at that and they might feel bad about themselves as a result. But trust me, over time, in a lot of cases, that manifests into them actually getting going. And they may come to you and say, hey, dude, listen, you went through this huge transformation. Tell me more about it. Okay, maybe they're just so insecure they don't know how to talk about it. But this happens all the time. This happens all the time. It's happened to me. I was influencing people and affecting people. I didn't even realize it. Okay. And, and some of the people I've worked with, same thing. They've come to me months later and said, yeah, dude, my, my, uh, my friend from work that I like see every single day, like six months after I lost all that weight came up to me and started asking me questions about what I was doing and how I was, how I did it and what habits did I change and all this stuff. And it's just the way it is. And now if you are in a situation where you're a parent or you're an uncle with really, really close nieces and nephews, I know people like that. Um, and you know, I'm a parent, so I have a, I have a son and he's seven and he's very impressionable at this age, especially from me, his dad. Uh, and I'm a very involved dad. I'm here. I'm involved with him daily. Um, everything I do affects him. Everything I do, he sees everything I do, every decision I make about my daily lifestyle, just choices. He is observant enough and, and absorptive enough or whatever that he sees all of that. And he, he remembers all of that. So by me being selfish about my health, guess what? That has affected him to the point where he now understands what calories are. He understands what macronutrients are for the most part. And he understands what fitness is. He understands what weightlifting is. I don't ride him to do all any of those things or all of those things but he understands them. And because I'm so interested in them, he is now becoming interested in them because I'm thoughtful about my health and my fitness. He is thoughtful about his health and his fitness. And he's taken that to the point where he's now talking to his friends and he's talking to his mother, my wife about this stuff. And I don't even talk about it with him. Really? He just watches and observes. And this is a case of me just influencing through demonstration, right? Leadership, I guess, through uh, demonstration basically. And, um, so if you're in a situation where you're a parent or you have nieces and nephews that are watching you and they're impressionable, like a lot of kids are, they're going to listen and they're going to observe and they're going to take all of that away. And they're going to, they're going to process it in a way where they're going to be influenced by it. So just be mindful of that. Okay. And people who are successful in fitness are mindful of that. They are mindful of the fact that when they are selfish about their fitness from a selfish standpoint, meaning they're taking care of themselves for themselves and they're taking care of their health for themselves, they are being incredibly selfless because they are presenting to the world, everyone around them on a daily basis, what is possible. And they are setting a good role model example for everybody around them. Okay. Uh, Very few people are successful in fitness and don't understand that and don't like the fact that by doing that, they're doing all these positive things for others. So fitness is actually an example of something where if you if you focus on it and you make it a priority in your life, you're actually giving back to the community in a way. I'm serious. Okay, number five, moving on. This is the number five habit or characteristic trait of people who are extremely successful in fitness, and that is they are patient Okay, they are patient. They can wait out a bad day. They can wait out a bad week. They can wait out a bad month when motivation is not 100%. Okay, this is a big one too, guys. Okay, because a lot of people, even people who are using a coach or a trainer 
end up in a situation where they have a bad day, a bad week or a bad month. Actually, I had a conversation with someone today, actually, a prospective client. And this particular person has had some struggles and they're doing very well, actually, on their own. But they have a few levers to, to pull and a few knobs to turn in order to get to where they really want to go. And they're resistant to it. They're resistant to making these changes. They're resistant to taking on a coach like myself. They're resistant to taking on a trainer. And one of the arguments is that, that they're saying is that, well, people have bad weeks. Okay. And people who don't have bad weeks aren't real people. They're not actually enjoying their life. And I asked them to dive deep and in, deeper into that. And what he said was, well, if you try to go all in on, on diet and nutrition and you try to go all in on training and you don't have bad weeks, you're not doing it right. And you know, the more he got into it, he was saying, <laughs> you're, you're screwing up if you're not allowing yourself to go completely off the rails every now and again at the dinner table and at the gym. And we just kept going down this rabbit hole more and more to the point where I said, okay, so you are telling me that by allowing yourself to completely go off the rails <laughs> as far as nutrition and eat whatever you want for a period of time and do whatever you want at the gym or not do anything at the gym for that matter is perfectly normal and acceptable. And without doing that, you can't be successful. And that's, you know, when we got to that point, when I spelled it out clearly and basically repeated it back to him, uh, he didn't really know how to react, didn't really have any words. But that's the thing that some people think. And that's the thing that a lot of people do, actually. They have a bad day, a bad week, or a bad month. And then they allow themselves to do whatever they have to do in order to, quote unquote, balance themselves out, in order to spring back. And a lot of times that's go out and like eat an entire pizza and then have a milkshake. And then that turns into the next day, you know, like starting the day off with a, like a few donuts and a, and a coffee full of sugar and cream. And then that leads right into a lunch. It was like a cheeseburger and fries. And that leads right into a dinner of another pizza or going out to Taco Bell. And then that leads into a couple more days of that. And then into a week of that. And the whole time they might be thinking about, well, I shouldn't be eating this stuff and I shouldn't be trained. I should be training, but you know what? I had a bad day and I'm not really feeling good. And this is going to make me get back into the groove or whatever. Like, it, you know, maybe I'll start again on Monday and it's like, it begins this cycle, right? And people who are successful in fitness. Well, first of all, everybody has bad days. Okay, everybody has bad weeks. Everybody has bad months. I've had literally 30 day periods, entire months, like a month at a time where I didn't feel like I was making progress in the gym and I didn't feel like my nutrition was working very well, even though I was kind of sticking to it, you know, pretty good. And I was like relatively close to my macros every single day. And I was on paper moving forward. I didn't feel like I was making progress. Right. Visually, I didn't see any progress. And at the gym, I just had bad training days where I just wasn't feeling good. I was like, the lifts didn't feel good. The weight seemed too heavy. I wasn't moving it right. I, I was questioning my form. I was questioning my whole approach. But you know what? I stuck with it. Okay, I stuck with it. And, and by the way, when those things happen, the motivation drops for everybody. Professional athletes, fitness models, regular Joe Schmoes who have an active lifestyle like myself, the, the motivation drops down. And it's hard to keep going. But you know what? People who are successful in fitness... They don't care. They don't care. That's the thing that separates them from people who are unsuccessful. They, they just keep grinding through it. They trust the process. They keep going. When the motivation drops, they keep going. That's the difference. Okay? They're patient. They have patience. 
They have the ability to be patient and see the thing through. And by the way, on all those cheat days that I was mentioning earlier, everybody has those inklings too. Everybody has those cravings. And you know what? If you understand macros, you understand how your body works, you give into one and then you balance it out. Okay. Or you give into half of one and you balance it out. Or you give into two and then you balance it out. Okay. That happens to everybody. That's called being normal. It's called being a human being. Here's what you don't do. You don't let one craving one afternoon turn into 30 days of shit eating. That's what you don't do. And that's where it takes discipline. Okay. And sometimes it's going to take discipline. Okay. Not enough people understand this. There's a difference between giving into your cravings so that you don't go insane and then completely binging for 30 days straight because you're quote unquote trying not to go insane. Okay. There's a big difference there. People can be totally sane, totally satiated, totally satisfied mentally and physically through cravings and all that stuff and still stay within their macros and still make progress. You don't have to go off the rails and like throw away your entire last three months of training and last three months of dieting and properly and proper nutrition just because you have a craving for pizza one time. That's not how that works. Okay. And that conversation, by the way, that I had with that person, it ended up in a point where he stopped <laughs> responding to me because he didn't, I don't, he, I don't think he knew how to respond anymore. I basically, he gave me a story. It sounded like bullshit. I called him out on that bullshit and he didn't know what to say anymore because he realized it is bullshit. And by the way, this particular individual, he has made a lot of progress by himself, but he does need coaching to make the last few adjustments or he needs 10 years of trial and error, like straight up, but he's unwilling. He's resistant. I get it. I understand. And that's, that's okay. You know, that's okay too. But the thing that he'll eventually figure out and what I'm trying to help you figure out without having to go through trial and error is that this number five item, okay, this is something that separates people who are successful like he wants to be, like you want to be, from the person who's not successful. And that is, again, you got to be patient. You got to be patient, wait out the bad days, weeks, months. And when motivation is not 100%, you got to just continue to grind through it. That's all. Grind through the shit. Grind through it when it's at 60% motivation. Grind through it when it's at 5% motivation because it will spring back to 100%. That's the dynamic nature of being a human being. So anyway, I'm going to wrap these up and recap them, go through them one more time real quick, and then um, we'll end it off here. So number one, again, and these are the five habits, again, the five habits of people who are successful in fitness. Okay, number one, they are consistent in training and nutrition. That's important, consistent in training and nutrition. Okay, number two, they do everything in health and fitness with purpose, aka strategically, strategy. Every decision they make in health and fitness, they make with purposeful intent. Okay, number three, they put like-minded people around them as often as possible. This, again, this is my number one. This is my favorite. This is the one I think has the biggest impact. You are a product of your surroundings. You are a product of your environment. Change your environment. People who are successful in fitness put like-minded, fitness-minded, fitness-oriented, health-oriented people around them as often as possible, even if that's remotely, okay? If you need someone to add to your circle to positively influence you, DM me right now on Facebook, DM me on Instagram. I will be that person for you, okay? I will be that person for you. I would love to be that person who positively influences you on a daily basis in fitness so that you have at least one person 
in your circle. If you don't have any right now, please do that. Number four, they prioritize their health and fitness because being selfish is being selfless. That's right. If you are being selfish with your health and fitness, if you are making a priority in your life and you are being selfish about it, you are indirectly being selfless to every single person around you. You are setting an example. You are setting a role model. You are being the most selfless person around you as far as health and fitness. You are demonstrating what it means to be healthy and be fit and put emphasis on your body. Okay, because words mean nothing. Actions mean everything. And you are taking an action. Therefore, you are demonstrating to everybody else around you what you should be doing, what people should be doing, what people can be doing to take care of themselves. Number five, they are patient and can wait out a bad day, week or month. And especially when motivation is not 100%, they can continue to grind through it. They can continue to push. They can continue to make progress. Okay, so those are the five habits. My my top five, maybe the only five, uh, there's probably more, but these are the most, the five most important and most common and most easily recognizable habits and traits, characteristics of people who are actually successful in fitness consistently. Okay. Um, check out the show notes. If you want to get a recap of these in writing, make sure that if you haven't already share this with a friend who needs to hear it, share this with somebody who's struggling, who's not successful in fitness, but has always talked about it or wants to be, or like talks about a big game and just hasn't quite figured it out. hasn't quite cracked the code. hasn't quite uh, connected all the dots, share this with them and uh, make sure if you do share this on social that you tag me and Instagram and or Facebook. I actually spend more time on Facebook now. All of my contact info will be in the show notes to make sure you check that out. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. I love you and I will see you in the next episode. Don't forget, of course, train with purpose. Take care.